the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Free from debt. First time investing. Retirement planning and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Senator Tom Cotton says the recent murders in Memphis are tragically part of a much larger trend. He told the Salem Radio Network this week he knows who to blame. Remember, this is all the direct result of specific choices by Democratic politicians in these cities or in their state houses or in Washington to go soft on crime. Senator Cotton says the solution is to be tough on crime and to properly fund the police so they can do their jobs. King Charles III publicly proclaimed as Britain's new monarch today for the first time. By the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and of his other realms and territories, King, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith, to whom we do acknowledge all faith and obedience with humble affection. That is a clerk of the Accession Council, Richard Tilbrook, and this is SRN News. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018 and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Automedite. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. It's that first time in many months where you had to grab a jacket as you went out the door in the morning. I did at least. Maybe it's just because I'm getting to be an older guy. But my gosh, uh, that was... uh, Went out to get the newspaper, did not have the jacket, and even even before I got to the tube... Where they put the newspaper, I'm like, that was a mistake. I'll have to go put, put something on. Um, so anyway, welcome. King Bangy Show, The Biz 1440. Glad to be with you this morning. And, um, and of course, we will talk a little bit, not so much about the Queen per se, although I, I, got, I got one question from, a, uh, from an occasional listener, but someone who lives up here in the St. Cloud area that is worth an- answering. The economic impact of the death of the queen. And I thought, uh, you know, and at first I thought he was being a smart aleck, and I'm like, that's actually an interesting question. I think I would like to think about that a while. So we'll do that uh, probably in the next hour, um, along with, uh, and um, and be prepared, be prepared, a little economic, this is like one of those golden moments if you're in your this would have been week three here at uh, St. Cloud State, where I'm sitting right now with you. Uh, for our economics professors, it's been week three teaching those first-year uh, students, and you get the great gift of Europe throwing price caps, and particularly the brand-new prime minister of, uh, of the U.K., uh, Liz Truss, uh, putting price caps on energy. Okay, I, it's just nothing can be more delicious, more more tasty to a uh, to a, a, a principles of economics professor than having something happening in the world that just sort of sets right up with the week you're teaching about these things. Because this the, the third week of principles is usually the week where you crack open the chapter on supply and demand, and you ha- and you you then should luxuriate for, well, my opinion is you should luxuriate for at least a month in those in that one chapter because it's got so much of what much of the basis of what it is we do. Some some faculty I think unfortunately hurry through that that piece, but I I don't uh, when I teach I I stay there for a while and. There are lots of other things that, that uh, we teach, particularly in Principles of Micro, that I go, yeah, they don't need that yet. They don't need that yet. Um, so let's go ahead uh, and and sort of review the date, the news of the week, uh, the economic news of the week, and then, and then, thankfully, very soon, today, in fact, I think is that day where the Federal Reserve enters its quiet period. I think the quiet period should be approximately 360 days of the year. Four times a year, I think the the chair can come out and give a statement. But other than that, it uh, to me, it would be better if none of them said anything at all. 
Um, I think that would be better. Uh, but at any rate, um, they were out talking, and against the backdrop of these two facts, one, at the beginning of the week, or when we spoke last week, after the unemployment report, you had now three of the four major pieces of data that Jay Powell talked about back in July. He said, we're going to get two reports on on unemployment. We're going to get two reports on inflation. We have now received the two reports on, on employment, adding at least 300,000 jobs. We now have had a report on, one report on inflation, and the second report on inflation is not going to come until this quiet period. The Fed has has an operating rule, a rule amongst themselves, that they will not speak to the press within, I thought it was two weeks, but apparently they've decided it's ten days. Um, ten days without speaking about, about uh, what's going on with policy. At the beginning of this week, after those three pieces of data had been revealed, the Federal Reserve... Fed funds rate futures market for the meeting next week. Uh, excuse me, ten days from now. Said we are going to raise. You know, said a fifty-nine percent chance of a raise of seventy-five basis points and a forty-one percent chance of a raise of fifty basis points. They were, they were almost fifty-fifty. To me, that's a fail. For the Fed. It's a fail because within three weeks of the meeting, if you've been providing sufficient guidance on what's happening, you should have been very clear about about where things are going. But the Fed, remember, the Fed has abandoned its average, its flexible average inflation targeting. And Jay Powell said very explicitly at the previous meeting, at the previous FOMC uh, press conference, that this move would depend on the data that was out there. Well, the data's out there, except for the inflation number, which they're not going to have until next week. So they're, he's now stuck trying to trying to sort of guide where where the market's going to go. And so he goes to, which I thought was interesting, he chooses to go to the Cato Monetary Conference. Most of my listeners are savvy enough to know what the Cato Institute is, but in case you're not, the Cato Monetary the Cato Monetary Conference frequently brings in folks that are far more libertarian, far less interventionist, and fairly critical of the Fed by and large relative to, um, say, going to an AEI conference or a Brookings conference or a National Bureau for Economic Research, or the American Economics Association, or any such things. Um, and Cato's a little, you know, it isn't like going to CPAC, but for economists, Cato is, you know, if you're a regular attendee of the Cato Monetary Conference, chances are you're, a, a, you're, you're more right than center, and you're certainly not a man of the left. 
So when I heard he was speaking there, I'm like, ah, this must be. He's decided this is where he's got to. He found the one place he could go just in time to get a to get a marker down on what's coming what's coming at the next FOMC meeting. And this is the marker he laid. Cut number five. We need to act now forthrightly, strongly, as we have been doing, and we need to keep at it until the job is done to avoid that. We think we can avoid the, the kind of very high social costs that, that Paul Volcker and the Fed uh, had to bring into, into play in order to get inflation back down and set us up then for, for a long period of, of price stability. So he, that's pretty clear. He says this Thursday morning. By the end of the week, and I tweeted to I tweeted this to you folks uh, using the hashtag #poundkbrs. Uh, by the end of the week, okay, uh, as of uh, 8:30 last night, the market's expectation for a 75 basis point increase had shot from that 57 percent uh, a week ago to now 91 percent, with the 50 basis point increase changed in the probability from 43% to 9%. That is to say that he he has basically he has basically killed the hopes of the of those who thought maybe we wouldn't go too much higher. Okay. I don't think he needs any additional information than what we've given you although uh, and and I have I have a a longish uh, uh, speech from uh, Loretta Mester, the head of the Cleveland Fed, queued up for us to listen to in the next segment. But let me review for you some of the data of the week. Um, and here's the one that I think is very interesting. Uh, the Fed, the, the Fed's wage growth tracker was updated um, uh for August to a rate of 6.7% year over year. If you switch jobs, you were at 84 to 8.5%. But if you didn't change jobs, 5.6% for August versus 5.9% in July. A little bit of moderation. I have no doubt that when the Fed, when Chair Powell speaks in 11 days from now, that number's going to get cited. Okay? I have to warn you in advance, because the Federal Reserve did not consult my, my colleagues who create the uh, my uh, great golf, my up-north golf futility tour. It falls on that week. So I'm going to miss the press conference. I'm actually not going to be with you on that week weekend because it's, it, it, it is the one time where we go up north, we look at beautiful... We, we we look at beautiful leaves. Uh, we hit white, well, not always white balls. Some of us like to play the the optically optic yellow ones. Okay, we don't let you play any of the others. Okay, some guy brought a brought a blue golf ball out, and I said, "Get that right out of here. That's nonsense." But uh, I don't like them. But anyway, uh, that one number reported this week. Initial jobless claims uh, came in below expectations, 222,000 versus 228,000 the week last week, and the estimate was for an increase to 235. There were there were opposite numbers, there were opposite numbers 
uh, regarding uh, the purchasing managers index with with the uh, Institute for Supply Management coming in above their estimate and actually a little higher than July. But on the other hand, uh, Standard & Poor's Global said their purchasing managers index had just plunged well below 50 to 43.7. They say there's a recession. Uh, com- they, they, sh- they show that they, they believe that it's into recession uh, territory. So there's this big disagreement on the two PMIs, but the wage numbers were higher. Uh, that was that was not that was that was or excuse me, they were only slightly lower and still at a rate well above where you'd want to be. For me, that five and a half percent number for for those who did not quit their jobs for their for an annual wage gain, that's a pretty good measure of wage inflation. And I can tell you in the world that you're living in where productivity is, if anything, slightly declining, that number has to be an alarm for the Fed. If you could hear the conversations inside, I can't imagine they're reading them as anything other than, than we, we still got a lot of work to do. And, and indeed, if you didn't hear it in what Jay Powell said, you'll hear it uh, in the comments of Cleveland Fed President uh, Loretta Mester who we're going to listen to next after these messages on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them 
better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Commerce.com. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. It's a beautiful morning. I think I'll go Coming up on the very favorite season for me. Fall's the best season in Minnesota. It's the best season in most of the north of the United States. I grew up in New Hampshire. I can tell you, uh, some, I was talking to someone who's got a, a brand new grandchild uh, in Vermont. And they wanted to go visit the grandchild at the end of this month. And I said, what were the ticket prices? And she said, I can't afford them. Yeah, people are going up to see foliage. And, you know, if you want to do a New England foliage tour, yeah, cool, great. But uh, you're going to pay through the nose. Part of the inflation that's happening uh, right right now, uh, it's out there. Hey, uh, just so just just so you know, right? This is this is the biz fourteen for you. Let's do it. I'm King Bangin here on the King Bangin show. Uh, but in in the afternoons on Saturdays in the fall, you know what happens? We go we go to football. The Bison are back. They mean business for us on the biz fourteen forty. NDSU Bison live today on one thirty going up against the North Carolina A&T Aggies in the Fargo Dome. Uh, so you can stream the game here, and you can see our full schedule at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. You should do this because, you know what, those guys, even when they, maybe this isn't supposed to be like the, oh, we got the juggernaut, we're going to the championship, and there's no doubt. Don't ever, in no season should you ever sell the sell the Bison short. Um, love, 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 love listening to the Bison. Anyway. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, we are, we are. I don't know what I just did there. Let me get back. Let me get back to uh, talking about the uh, economic news of the of this particular moment. Um, up and down the aisle, we got we've got a variety of things that I think lead to a particular conclusion about where the economy is right now, and I increasingly think that the that. Frankly, the Federal Reserve is having difficulty understanding how to operate in this environment. And I said this, I think, uh, after reviewing the Powell, Fred, the Powell Fed press conference in July. When you decide to come out with a statement that says everything's going to be month to month, we got you know, what people will hear in that is you don't have a real plan. You don't have a real vision for where things are going. I thought it was unusual, and I, it was clearly unusual, and actually felt a little, to me, a little forced for 
Jay Powell to show up at a Cato pre uh, monetary conference. Um, I have to look back to see how many how many Cato conferences has a Fed Fed president or Fed chair spoken at before. I can't think it's that many. Uh, but the uh, the comments and I, I will let's let's play them one more time. This is cut number five. We need to act now forthrightly, strongly, as we have been doing, and we need to keep at it until the job is done to avoid that. We think we can avoid the, the kind of very high social costs that, that Paul Volcker and the Fed uh, had to bring into, into play in order to get inflation back down and set us up then for, for a long period of, of price stability. So what's the, what's the that that he's trying to avoid? Well, the answer is he's trying to avoid... Uh, a place where you have to pay a very high cost to reduce inflation. The reference to Paul Volcker is instructive. Remember, the Federal Reserve under Paul Volcker had to do a few things. First of all, it said, we are not going to pay attention anymore for the foreseeable future. We're not going to pay attention to what the Fed funds rate is. We are not going to give instructions to... The system open market desk, which is the place in which the Fed uses portfolio operations or open market operations to influence the quantity of money or the price of money. And hold on to that thought, right? Because we're going to talk about it again when we talk about energy in the next hour, right? And so here is, here's the basic thing. And I've always liked it, and I want to credit Art Laffer for saying for saying it so succinctly and so correctly you can control a price or you can control a quantity you can't control both okay you can control a price or you control a quantity you can't control most now free market guys like me say don't control either okay but the fed operates the the monetary policy operates Typically, by making you some kind of some kind of either a promise or through or tells you it's going to fix the price of something or tell you this is the price we're watching and we're adjusting policy based on that price. That can work. That can work and does frequently well. Now the price can be anything it could be the price of credit through an interest rate which is what most central banks do now it could be an exchange rate i could simply say and if i was in a developing country i might choose to say i promise that we will all, you will always be able to convert our currency into a into another currency perhaps the dollar this was the promise made by bretton woods at a fixed rate I promise you can always convert some of your currency into gold at this ratio, or silver at this ratio, or a basket of commodities, or a basket of currencies. That's a, that's a, that's a promise that you make. And that's typically referred to as the monetary anchor. What J. Paul basically said... At the press conference, first he abandons the flexible average inflation targeting, 
which was a form of a an anchor, but I, I thought it was a fairly weak one. But under the circumstances, under the early in COVID, in the early period of the COVID pandemic, I could at least understand why you would, because none of the prices you're observing, you think to yourself, are actually they're very distorted market signals. Indeed, I think that's the problem. We're waiting on distorted market. The Fed is trying to use distorted market signals. And his and his point is, his point is now. I have while the prices might be a little more calmed down, and before inflation really gets embedded, in, inflation expectations get embedded into a lot of contracts. We have to hit the brakes really hard. But if you've decided that the price signals you're receiving from inflation or from interest rates or from exchange rates or, or, or anything else, or unemployment or nominal GDP, which apparently he was asked a question about nominal GDP targeting and, and dismissed it, and I don't have time to really go into that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to spend another, another hour doing just Jay Powell. So let me instead give you another example among among the FOMC members. This is Loretta Mester. She's the head of the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland, and she was on. She was being. Uh, she was at a conference for Market News International, which is an I think Asian based uh, sort of a version of a Reuters or Bloomberg uh, for Asia. And she's at a press conference talking to uh, talking to folks, um, and she has uh, this to say about where we're going. Cut number one, please, Daniel. So I'm in the process of preparing my submission to the Summary of Economic Projections of FOMC Participants, which is going to be released after our next FOMC meeting in two weeks. At this point, I've not incorporated a recession into my baseline outlook for the U.S., but instead, I expect a fairly sharp slowing in activity, especially when compared to the robust growth the U.S. experienced in 2021. While there is considerable uncertainty, I currently expect that the U.S. economy will return to positive growth in the second half of the year. But for this year as a whole and for next year, I expect growth to be well below 2 percent, which is my estimate of trend growth. So this week we're publishing our new quarterly business report. And I've been doing this work for, I've been, I've been personally involved in quarterly business report for 18 years. Uh, the report has been around for 23 years. And I have seen in the report over the last six months observations I've never seen before. I truly wonder um, whether or not or how, how firmly any policymaker can hold on to the idea that they can make the fine gradation of, I don't think it's going to be a recession, but I think it's going to be below trend growth. Yeah, so maybe it's going to be 1.5% rather than 2%. I think negative 1, positive 1, and positive 3 are almost equally likely in the next 12 months. And the monetary policy that applies in that situation is extraordinarily different and difficult. Um, uh, 
William White, who was the chief economist for the Bank for International Settlements, just posted something uh, with a reference to a, uh, a paragraph where he cited uh, that uh, that basically central banks don't ignore supply side shocks, um, and in the COVID nineteen pandemic, couldn't figure out what happened to potential GDP as a result of illness and lockdowns, and yet we're somehow able. Mester's able to come out and say, yeah, I think it'll be one. I don't think it's a recession. We're not going to, we're going to grow below trend. I'm like, President Mester, I don't know. I don't know how much, I'd like to know how much confidence you have in that particular forecast. Let's listen to more from her after these messages. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the biz 1440. the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. When should you start collecting your Social Security? How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them at 855-231-6010. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. 
Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back. King Dangin Show, The Biz 1440. Um, I just realized there's actually more college football on this station. Are you? Do you like college football on radio or like football generally on radio, uh, Daniel? Uh, I don't mind listening to it. It depends on the announcers, but I, I don't mind listening on... I'd rather watch it on TV, but the radio is always pretty good. I, be, I, I often am in the car on Sunday late afternoons. And there's always a football. There's always like two different football games on different stations. I, it's probably the only time I'm not playing a podcast in my car is uh, during football season. And in part, it's that you know that guy who does the who does the uh, voiceovers for Westwood One. Yes, that huge big voice. I can't even do it. I can't get my register doesn't go down that low, but. But it's like, in part, I'm listening to you, it's like, I just need to hear that today, right? <laughs> just like you have to watch once a week, you have to watch at least a little bit of, uh, of either Hard Knocks or, or, or the whatever HBO's uh, weekly NFL show is. I can't remember the name of it. Um, just so that you can hear the NFL film's voice. It's worth tuning in, absolutely. Voice. It's great. It, I love that voice. It's just amazing. So, anyway, tonight uh, it's Arizona State at Oklahoma State from Stillwater, which looks like a really cool place to watch a football game. Uh, and, and, and I just think that, that that's good. And, and by the way, uh, Mike Golick now is calling games. Uh, and, and so he'll be, on that, he'll be on that play-by-play along with uh, uh, Sloan Martin doing the play-by-play part, but uh, Golick doing the, doing the expert analysis. So that, that could be fun. What a great – so, yeah, stick around uh, the Biz 1440 all – all day and into the evening, and uh, you know, um, it's particularly good if you're in the garage, like I often have to be, because sometimes on a Saturday night in the fall, it's too nice not to go out and uh, to enjoy yourself a uh, fine sample of uh, of uh, Central American or Caribbean uh, tobacco growing. Uh, and um, what better conversation with a friend or two? Um, perhaps perhaps a, a snifter of something. It's it's the best. You just know it. It's the best. You want to be part of that. So anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Number to call with your questions and comments. Um, let's go forward. You know, we 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 we've been talking this hour that it's in a very uncertain environment, and I don't think I was talking, and I will talk some more about how you teach economics to students. How you teach economics to students in the first few weeks of a class, and how and and how you talk about price ceilings and price floors frequently, and we're we're, we're getting a, a real live example this winter. Uh, we're going to get a real live example if uh, if the government in the UK follows through uh, with uh, the plan announced by brand new Prime Minister Liz Truss uh, this past week, and um, and. Yet uh, Loretta Mester, who's the, the chair of the Cleveland Fed, 
is saying things about what she thinks and, and her viewpoints coming out right now about where the economy is. She's basically trying to signal to you where she expects to be on in terms of the economic projections that the Fed will publish um, two Wednesdays from now. And I am, I mean, even though I will be, I will not be in St. Cloud, I will be actually up in the north of uh, Minnesota preparing on my way to the golf utility tour. Um, the, um, the, you know, I will probably be at least downloading uh, documents, if not actually probably annoying my, my companions in the car, watching a Fed press conference while in a car driving through beautiful northern Minnesota nature. Um, but anyway, Mester is signaling to us by these comments. Let's play this again. Cut number, let's play this next one. Cut number two. In my view, it's far too soon to conclude that inflation has peaked, let alone that it's on a sustainable downward path to 2%. Measures of the underlying inflation trend did not uniformly de- decline in July. And given developments related to the ongoing war in Ukraine, gas and energy prices may move higher again later this year. In addition, services inflation, which tends to be persistent, is at its highest level since the early 1990s, with growth in housing, rent, and shelter costs likely to keep inflation elevated for some time. So in my view, it will take a while for inflation to return to the Fed's 2% goal, but I do expect inflation to move down into a range of 5 to 6% for this year and then to make more progress towards our goal over the next two years because I expect the Fed to take further action to make it so. So that's a lot to, to unpack, but let's start, let's start with this, right? She admits to the uncertainty that's being caused in, you know, by what's going on in Ukraine, uh, relating to gas and energy prices. Of course, gas prices in the United States have fallen now for 12 and a half consecutive weeks, according to AAA. Um, pr- prices of used cars are now only about 8% higher year over year, oh, excuse me, in 2022 than they were in the first eight months of 2020, you know, oh, from December 31st to now. It actually came down 4% in the last month. If you're in the market for a used car, I am. Um, you, you are probably uh, you are probably a little bit happier than you might otherwise be. Prices are beginning to come off, although they're still elevated. The question is, how much do you do you think you can wait? Do you think they'll come down further? You don't know. We don't know. Um, I cited you that wage data, but she also says that this says it will take a while for inflation to return to the Fed's two percent goal. Right, and then, then, and then she says, "We'll end the year between five and six percent." Well, that's not much better than where we are right now. And then says, "And then to make more progress toward our goal over the next two years, because I expect the Fed to take further action to make it so." What types of additional actions is she talking about? Okay, well, she says we. We're tighter than we were a year ago, and we're going to have to, we're going to have to keep moving further. But she also talks about, I believe this is the cut I have, about uh, about what's going on with with the balance sheet. And I believe this is cut number three. 
Reducing the amount of the Fed's security holdings will help to lessen downward pressure on longer-term interest rates by returning duration to the market. Now, the reduction in our balance sheet is being done primarily by adjusting how much we reinvest of the principal payments we receive on our assets. Without asset sales, the process could take three years or so. I would favor the FOMC's considering selling some of our agency mortgage-backed securities at some point during balance sheet reduction in order to speed the return to our portfolio's composition to being primarily treasury securities. That is... That is um, a tell that I thought was like was quite interesting. I don't know how many of her colleagues agree with her on the FOMC. Selling mortgage-backed securities will raise mortgage rates faster. I was speaking this earlier this week uh, to a group of builders and contractors who work in Minnesota and in North Dakota. Um, had a couple friends in the audience who were in that in that uh, in that business. And I said, to me, if you're worried about Fed policy, I would not keep my eye on what they're doing about about the interest rate. They've been pretty certain that they're going to raise the rate to 4%. So from where they're going to land now, um, where they plan to land right now, looking at looking at that, that picture that, that I posted to you again, uh, they're going to go to, they're going to be at three, at three to three and a quarter. They've got two more meetings. I'm expecting them to they're right now signaling they'll probably go to a 50-point increase at the November meeting, and then in December, if they're if things are going well, they might be able to just go 25, but they might go to 250s. I expect the Fed to signal that they're not going to they're not that this might this is probably the last of the 75s. Um, probably the last of the 75s, unless things get materially worse. But what Mester is saying here is we think we might actually have to raise we, we might actually have to sell mortgage backed securities. Mortgages currently are averaging five point nine percent. In many markets you can't get a mortgage for less than six percent. Whereas gosh, nine months ago, you could have gotten you could have gotten a three percent mortgage. Those are gone, the fours are gone, and the fives uh, are about to leave. If they go to mortgage-backed security sales, outright sales out of the portfolio, I expect those rates to go even higher as a result because the market will be awash in securities that they, you know, that, that wash in securities pushing up yields, pushing down the prices of mortgage-backed securities, and, and that will reverberate back to Fannie and Freddie, um, who will then um, not be looking to pay as much for mortgages in the fives anymore. So I think that's likely what's going to happen here. But that that is that is to me, if that is the way they go, what does that do to that inflation forecast she's got? What does that do to the GDP forecast she's got? It might help on the inflation front, but if you think you can sell mortgage-backed securities and not increase the risk of a recession, I, I don't know. I, I, I certainly not. I certainly would not predict that. We'll be back after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440.
1440. KYCR Golden Valley. Summertime. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different ports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. How would you like to redecorate your office or home with beautiful Minnesota photographs for half the regular price? This station is partnered with award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for this special half-price offer. Choose $5,000 of Wayne's iconic images, and you'll pay half price, just $2,500. There's only one of these special redecorating offers available, so call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening. 651-289-4477. Number of call questions and comments. Coming up, um, discussion of the UK with less to do about Queen Elizabeth, a little, or King Charles, and a lot more to do with Liz Truss and energy and how cold's it going to get in the UK this winter. Um... Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven with your calls. Um, Loretta Mester, president of the Cleveland Fed, gave a significant speech. I think, um, basically trying to lay down. Here's where I am on the on the issues of the day 
regarding monetary policy. And we just heard her say, look, I'm willing to sell mortgage-backed securities. And she's actually been on this for a while. All summer long, she has been trying to drum up support for how are we going to sell mortgage-backed securities. I think there's a reluctance um, uh, to move those off the Fed's balance sheet because when you do, that's likely to have a negative impact on on mortgage rates and thereby the housing market. However, the, there's a divergence in the current period of quantitative tightening where treasuries are following the path that the Fed has laid out, but mortgage-backed securities are not following that path, and they're not following that path largely because the way you burn off mortgage-backed securities usually includes um, lots of redemptions, lots of people paying off mortgages and taking out new ones. Well, with the rapid rise in mortgage rates, none of that is happening. So the portfolio of those securities is moving off at a much, much slower rate than they would have forecasted. Um, and so they might end up having to sell some. And I think that's going to cause a disruption that they that they probably haven't thought through in this very uncertain world. All of this policy being set in an uncertain world. She goes on um, to talk about what she believes has to happen to rates. And this is a sign of where where I think that new statement of economic projections that's coming in 11 days is going to look very different than the one they did last time in June. Uh, number four. Right now, nominal short-term interest rates are lower than expected inflation. So short-term real interest rates are still negative and monetary policy is still accommodated. My current view is that it will be necessary to move the nominal Fed funds rate up to somewhat above 4% by early next year and hold it there. I do not anticipate the Fed cutting the Fed funds rate target next year.
salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. IBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At IBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. IBelieve.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, this is Randy with Arby's Computer Service. You have heard me advertise on this and other stations for years and have trusted us for your IT needs, and I thank you for that. We now have an immediate need for a network server tech in our organization. If you or someone you know has a year or more business experience supporting these environments and is looking to work for a company like ours, I would like to speak with you. We are very competitive with other large companies for pay and benefits, including health and retirement planning. But because we are smaller, our environment is friendly and more flexible than some of the larger IT companies. You can do your job, and it can actually be fun doing so working for us. Call me today to determine if you have the requirements for the position so that we can move forward and you can become part of our team. We can be reached at 763-441-3884, or you can email me, randy at rbsmn.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Giving your computer problems a boot, Arby's computer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.